This episode is part of a little mini series that I'm putting together for Thyroid Awareness Month uh, during the month of May in Australia to help raise, obviously, thyroid awareness. So this is a break from the normal style of my of the Let's Talk Thyroid podcast. They will still uh, there'll be a couple of normal episodes and stories throughout this month as well. But I am doing a little Thyroid Basics mini series to cover. The thyroid basics, what the thyroid is, how it works, what can go wrong with it, what symptoms to look out for, how it's diagnosed, how to manage and treat, how to build a support team uh, across about five or six different uh, little episodes. So I hope you find these enjoyable, shareable and enable you to understand your own thyroid health a little bit more and to share it with family and friends who need to know a little bit more about their thyroid health too. Welcome to Let's Talk Thyroid. I'm your host, Annabelle Bateman. This podcast is here to offer you hope and strategies for your own thyroid health. I'm a thyroid coach, author, and patient. I've had Hashimoto's for well over 25 years, and I'm very much on this thyroid-friendly lifestyle journey with you. For more information, go to letstalkthyroid.com. Hello and welcome to number two in a little mini podcast series I'm doing as part of Thyroid Awareness Month in May 2023. Uh, The first episode I covered like why raise thyroid awareness with a bit of information about what the thyroid does and how prevalent thyroid problems are. So if you missed that one, go catch up on that one. My goal is that these are only about 10 minutes uh, long, so um, quite digestible. So this episode I'm talking about... um, what can go wrong with the thyroid. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an explanation of how the thyroid actually works and then all the things that can go wrong with it in very simplistic uh, ways. There's lots and lots of complexity to thyroid health. This is really just designed as an overview, a bit of a thyroid basics, just to give you a bit of an idea of thyroid health and raise awareness so you can go and dig into it a little bit deeper, perhaps on other episodes of my podcast or read some books or talk to some um you know, your health practitioner, if you think you might have a thyroid problem, but I'm going to show you uh, on the video, if you're watching this, I'm going to show you a little picture of how the thyroid functions. If you're listening um, on audible podcast, um, then just bear with me. But basically the thyroid, thyroid function in and of itself is relatively complicated. (laughs) Um, But there we've got three main key parts for thyroid function. You've got the hypothalamus, which is actually in the brain. Now the hypothalamus produces thytropin releasing hormone, which is TRH. And that tells the pituitary just how much TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone to produce. So the the pituitary then produces thyroid stimulating hormone, which When we come to the next episode, um, actually it'll be episode four, uh, we'll talk about testing. And the TSH is the most common of the thyroid tests, but it's by no means the complete thyroid panel. Uh, But the pituitary um, produces the thyroid stimulating hormone, which tells the thyroid gland itself how much thyroid hormone to produce. The thyroid then produces thyroid hormone and basically it produces two types of thyroid hormone t4 which is the inactive thyroid hormone that's about 80 percent roughly of what it produces some say more than that 
And then the balance, um, the, the remaining about, well, they say 10 to 20% is T3, which is the active thyroid hormone. Now, you remember from the last video, I said that every cell in our body has T3 receptors. Um, every cell in our body needs thyroid hormone. So the T3 is the active thyroid hormone that our cells can um, receive and turn into energy and make the cells function how they're meant to function. Um, what is meant to happen then in the body is that the T4 gets converted into T3 because you'll remember most of what the thyroid produces is inactive thyroid hormone, T4. Uh, so it gets turned into active um, T3. It does that in a number of different places in the body, but you know, the liver is key, the gut is key. Um, so just know that your body has to convert it. And that's one of the places where things can go wrong is in that conversion of T4 to T3. Um, so then once the cells have got their T3, then they go about doing their business. So they actually have to have enough um, T3 in the body circulating to, um, to fully function. Now, there is also a thing called reverse T3. So sometimes instead of converting into T3, from T4, it converts into reverse T3. Um, that is essentially a stress response. Um, and it's a bit like putting the brakes on the T3. So you don't want too much reverse T3 because it's counterbalancing the active T3, which is what we actually really want. So, and then there's the leaf. <laughs> so that is how the thyroid functions. Now, there's lots of different ways the thyroid can um, not function. And there's a lot of other factors other than just that thyroid function loop that impacts on thyroid health as well. So the main things, like in very general terms, the main things that can go wrong with your thyroid um, is that it can work too fast or it can work too slow. Now, there is thyroid cancer and thyroid nodules, which I'll get to, but the, the, the vast majority of thyroid disease um, is as a result of it either going too fast or too slow. So we'll start with the too slow first because that is the most common of the thyroid problems that we experience. And so that is um, when the thyroid isn't producing enough thyroid hormone for the body to function properly. So you can imagine if every cell in your body needs thyroid hormone, if it's not getting enough, then those core processes like metabolism, energy, digestion, um, you know, things like development of skin and hair and nails slows down. Um, and that causes a whole lot of different symptoms and problems that we'll cover in the next video. But yeah, when it slows down, it means the body's not getting enough thyroid hormone. Now that can be called hypothyroidism. Some people call it slow thyroid, low thyroid, underactive thyroid. Um, so that's the, you know, when it all runs slow. Now, what causes an underactive thyroid? Well, again, there's a few different causes for underactive thyroid or um, hypothyroidism. The most common like, again, the statistics vary, but some say 80 to 90%, if not more than that, of hypothyroidism is caused by an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's. So that's uh, where the, you know, you've got an autoimmune disease where the body is mounting an inflammatory or a stress, a stress inflammatory response that is in, impacting on the production of thyroid hormone. 
Now, we will come back to this uh, in another video when we're talking about the testing because it is really important you get your thyroid antibody levels tested because you can have this mounted um, inflammatory response um, which is slowly kind of attacking the thyroid function over a long period of time. So, uh, but that's for another video. So just know that Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease, uh, is the main cause of hypothyroidism. It, you can also be triggered by, um, you know, you can have hypothyroidism attached to pregnancies or um, perimenopause um, there are, that aren't an, attached to um, an autoimmune disease. Uh, so you can have non-autoimmune hypothyroidism, but it's much less common. The other most common, um, so you've got the underactive, by far the most common. Then we've got overactive thyroid. So this is when the thyroid gland is working overtime. It's working actually too fast, producing too much thyroid hormone. And again, in the next video, I'll talk about the symptoms associated with that. But this is called hyperthyroidism, overactive thyroid, you know, fast thyroid, all the opposite things to the slow under and, you know, hypo. So, and again, the most common cause of hyperthyroidism is Graves' disease, which is another autoimmune disease. So you've got Graves and Hashimoto's are the two thyroid autoimmune diseases, kind of it, you might want to think of it like at the other end of each spectrum, the slow and the, you know, the, the fast and the slow spectrum, but they're two different autoimmune diseases. Um so they're, they're, that's like the main things that can go wrong, too fast, too slow. Uh, like I said before, with you can have issues with conversion. Uh, that's sort of getting into a bit more detail. It's commonly that's a problem with underactive thyroid. You can also have thyroid cancer. So um, I'm just going to flick to, this is my... <laughs> My book that I wrote, um, Let's Talk Thyroid, it, it started out as Kiss and Make Up With Your Thyroid, so it's had a bit of a name change. But I've written a whole chapter on thyroid basics. And in terms of thyroid cancer, so thyroid cancer develops when thyroid cells divide abnormally. We know that cancer comes from abnormal cells. There's four types of thyroid cancer, papillary, follicular, medullary, and anaplastic. Um, it is more common to get thyroid cancer when you have um, Hashimoto's or you have thyroid problems in the family. So just be aware of things like that. I will talk about some symptoms in the symptoms um, video, but um, just know that, yeah, thyroid cancer can happen. You can also have thyroid nodules, which are like little solid or fluid lumps um, on, on the thyroid. Sometimes they're cancerous, but only about 5% are cancerous. The rest are... Um, usually aren't serious or don't cause problems, but anything to surrounding your throat where you might get difficulty swallowing or pain um, or you know, difficulty breathing, anything like that, it's really important to get that checked out. You can also um, end up with your thyroid being removed called a thyroidectomy. It commonly happens with Graves' disease and thyroid cancer, um, but just know that, yeah, so you you know, you can live without a thyroid, not optimal if you um, don't have to, uh, but you will have to take thyroid hormone replacement uh, if you have a thyroid removed, because as we know, we just said every single cell and function of the body requires thyroid hormone. So um, if, you, if something does go wrong with it, there are treat medication treatment options and holistic diet and lifestyle management options that we'll come to um, in a later video as well. But there are all the things that can go wrong. Essentially, too fast, too slow, if you had to sum it up. Uh, so 
yeah, have a think, um, you know, just sort of know that they're the different ways that the thyroid can play up. And in the next little mini video, um, a little mini podcast, part of this little series, I'm going to talk um, about the symptoms um, of these different thyroid diseases that we've just talked about. Now, now the thyroid symptoms video could be long, but I'll, I'll, I'll share some lists and I'll give you some um, of the most common uh, symptoms so that you know what to look out for. Don't forget to share this if it's helpful uh, to you think you've got family or friends that might have a thyroid problem or you've got it in your family, please share the video. And if you want more information, you can get my book, Let's Talk Thyroid, from my website, letstalkthyroid.com um, or from Amazon if you're outside of Australia. So that, you know, um, might just give you a little bit more deeper information. This podcast, whether you're listening or watching, is intended to be positive and practical coaching style information, but it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, including any thyroid disease, and it should not be used as a substitute for proper advice from a qualified professional.